You're listening to Ink Studs, CITR 101.9 FM. It's uh, 2 o'clock, or, yeah, 2 o'clock. And I'm joined by the Radar Friends this week. Hi, Radar Friends. Hello. 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 I'm going to feel a little closer to the mic. That was, who was that? And why, why did you want to hear it? Of Montreal, and it's called There's Nothing Wrong With Hating Rock Critics, and it's an intensity that I quite enjoy. You hate the rock critics? Yeah. Well, I hate critics. You hate critics? Yeah. Everybody's a critic. Yeah. Play a hater. So you listen to CITR 101.9. Uh, you can listen to us online at www.citr.ca. Um, we're broadcasting from UBC in Vancouver, and if you want to call in and comment or whatever, 604-822-2487. And the Radar Friends are here to talk about their minis. They're a group of young ladies who've been putting out some really impressive minis. I've quite enjoyed the ones I've been able to get when I've been able to make it to the comic conventions. Um, so tell me about yourselves and introduce yourselves, please. Pretty please. Ah, well, there's only three of us here from our group. We're actually five members strong. Um, but our dear friends Heather and Kaylee could not be with us today as they had class. But for those of us who are here, I'm Colleen. I'm Kim. And I'm Jordan. Hi. Uh, hello. <laughs> so let's start. Where the radar friends come from? You're starting to tell me about it earlier, and I didn't want to listen because I wanted to hear now. Uh, we're actually from, four-fifths of the Radar Friends are from Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, currently, we're all attending Emily Carr. We've got one local, Vancouvertron, Kaylee Patton. And we've been friends for a long time, mostly through school, and we've just decided to do a lot of stuff together. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, all of us migrated, not even at the same time, to Vancouver from Edmonton, so... Uh, nice. All with the same goal, or just your own separate interests? Our own separate interests, I think. We all do go to Emily Carr, so... Yeah, <laughs> like, we all we all have similar Art separate interests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we're not all in the same program. No? no, we're not. Actually, Heather's more of a sculptor, and it's just out of peer pressure that she's doing comics, mostly. And but she's a brave one. She's brilliant. Yeah, it's she's so mean, peer mm. pressure. <laughs> it's, it's in a good way. We don't make her drink alcohol or anything. Yeah, or like comics are good. Smoke <laughs> pot. Oh. oh. Ooh. Yeah, welcome to BC. Mm. Um, so you're telling me earlier before you started doing the Radar Friends comics that your collective, your some of you had been published in other stuff. Yeah, um, we did a lot of self-publishing in high school. Um, it kind of started in grade ten. So that yeah. makes, I don't even know how many years ago that was, but um, I had a cousin that wanted to put, a get, put together a book and it kind of snowballed into a big shebang and I got, uh, I met Jordan and Colleen, fabulous fresh new talents at the time, and uh, we put together a book and it became a yearly thing for three years, so it was th three incarnations of, it was called Doji Soup. It was and a the, paperback. It was a nice paperback, perfect bound, it was pretty ambitious I think for high school yeah um, well grade 10 like mm -hmm. when I was in grade 10 I think I was reading comics but really not getting to anything creative at all so <laughs> it was pretty exciting because uh, it was the first time we had such a huge audience to perform our work for so and we actually had a few uh, reviews in magazines and a couple newspapers so yeah just kind of little yeah. things and it was a group of artists from like across North America too so it wasn't even and just one guy a local in Mexico, thing. <laughs> Mexico. But, but you actually organized the publishing of it or uh, someone else Kim, Kim did. Um, um, so it was just me and my cousin uh, her name is Anne she's from San Francisco and we had really no actual self-publishing experience other than doing our own little zines and stuff when we were kids but um, Anne's parents had a lot of experiences doing their theses and stuff from university, and so it was just a big learning experience, and I think a lot of what comes out now is, or our output now, has been really highly influenced by that. By publishing that. Mm -hmm. Now, after doing that, like, kind of really 
sounds like a complex project of putting together, you know, a big anthology, square bound, or perfect bound, was it? Yeah. Um, now you're putting out these minis, and as I noticed, some of them are actually numbered and limited print run. Is that kind of something where you want to like pare down and just, like, focus on something that you can just put out as a group, as your friends and stuff? Well, to put out an actual book, it costs so much money, and when you're going to school, you just can't sometimes justify spending that much money on like your own endeavors but we are work Colleen and I are working on an another book but I think for the for just meeting new people with our art these are just perfect because they're, they're nice and lo-fi and they're just easy to pass around and it's also it's it's really easy to make them um, accessible to be able to work on them both like while going to school as well as putting them out for each of the Vancouver Comic Con so we can do you know three or four a year and um, it's still like it's manageable and it just makes it easy like we start we actually started last year last January in 2005 was when we first started um, kind of deciding to do just like the mini comic things and put them together and do them at the Vancouver Comic Con and we've been doing that um, ever since save for the summer when we go back to Edmonton <laughs> back, to the seagulls. <laughs> back to the prairies for a nice cool summer Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I complain a lot because I don't drive, and it's very spaced out with no sidewalks. So, I'm a Vancouver boy. I've yeah, just, yeah. I've been to, <laughs> I went a, to Calgary once for like a week to hang out with a friend, and it's just there was nothing to do, and we sat in Airdrie in his basement and watched <laughs> terrible movies and played. Like yeah, like played Albert. Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. I got no hooked on that game bad. <laughs> that was like. New Year's morning, it's watching Star tradition. Wars Clone Wars. <laughs> nice. So, how many releases do you have? Like, right now I have in front of me the Strangers, the Phantasma uh, Goracle. Did mm -hmm. I pronounce that right? Zombie Rocket Shed. And the Euphonious Coffee Pot. Mm. Did I pronounce that right, too? Yes, yes. That's some uh, elaborate uh, dictation. I don't know if that's the right term. <laughs> what other is that it, or is there any other minis that you guys have? For well, for the most part, those those are the three that we've done so far with um, as as like the radar friends. Um, we've also, as we've been doing those, we've each kind of done some separate, smaller, just like individual comics that we put out at the same time. And we're actually going to be um, producing another one to sell at the Vancouver Comic-Con this Sunday. At, what's the address? Uh, 3102 Main Street, Main and 15th, 11 a.m. till 5 p.m. It's really fun. You know, a lot of people don't actually know about them, so, you know, spread the, the word. Spread the word. Yeah. yeah. Spread the geek love. Everyone show yeah. up. <laughs> We're not completely limited to comics, or we're trying to not limit ourselves to comics yeah. too, just as a collective. And you know, we're filmmakers. We're a fil lot of us. So. Yeah, a lot of you guys are in animation, and we've got lots of things going on. And so he goes curating a show at Emily Carr. Oh wow! Soon. Yeah, called Neighbors, the Alberta it's just, show. <laughs> it's really, it's really funny when in class or just on the street, and people are like, "Hey, radar friends!" And it's just sometimes don't forget. How to res I forget how to respond to that because it's like oh oh yeah I am yes hello it's hey hey yeah. God. it's like a posse it's like the female version of the Crown Commission maybe <laughs> we should all get we always want to like dress up in cool outfits together but Kaylee never wants to it's like the uh, Power Rangers that would be pretty pretty smart you know the I know the um, Crown Commission they tried. They did a suits. little art opening. They tried the suits, yeah, at the parking Well, suits space. make any man look good. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think one person wore a suit. Jason Bougie. Jason yeah, Turner. I think it was Jason Turner. Bougie just wore a jacket, but he still had, like, shorts on. Yeah. It it, it, it doesn't work if you do it half-assed. And so Jason gotta... Turner yeah. always wears suits. suits. <laughs> yeah. Weather-wise, it has yeah. the hat. Oh, yeah. yes. Mm. They're classy act. They're classy. Yeah. I don't know if they're classy. Well, they're good guys, but I wouldn't call them classy. They're not someone I'd take home to meet it. my parents and stuff. <laughs> Maybe, not. Maybe not Robin, anyways. <laughs> Other Robin. Other Robin. <laughs> yes, there's five of us. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Five Robins? There's five Robins. There's oh, me. So there's me. There's a, another Robin that used to do the radio show, and then she stopped, and then I started my own show. 
And then there's Robin Bougie. Um, Robin Thompson, who does uh, Champions of Hell. And also Robin Costa-Burris. Oh, man. That's a medley of Robins. And Tim Drake. And (laughs) (laughs) What about Jason Todd? Oh, let's leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. (laughs) That was something that impressed me. You know your, uh, your superhero lore. Well, you've gotta, you know? Well, I really like Batman, and to be honest... My name is Jordan F. Batman. So. <laughs> no, I read it's actually Jordan Farking. Uh, no, well, is that, it depends is that... on who's asking. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's Batman asking? Well, yeah. <laughs> Jordan, are you my wife? Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I think the Batman that I'm married to is actually Beck. Beck Batman. Beck Batman. <laughs> Beck Batman. Yeah. You're gonna have like a Scientology wedding or something. Oh, no, That's I'm gonna scary. convert him gonna to convert him to, to paganism. To paganism. Radarism. Radarism. <laughs> okay, what's radarism? I actually used to work in a comic book store back in the day. Actually, that was even before high school. Oh and, wow! And so I, I had like a big, I had a big phase where I was like really into Gen X and stuff, and then now it's just sort of. Uh, what kind of comics do you read? the three of you? I actually read a lot of Japanese comics, more of the alternative, not like the mainstream kind of anime stuff, the stuff that gets turned into anime. Not like Pokemon and... No. Well, I like Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know. just more and more kind of obscure ones. I- Sophia Books is a good place to get French translated mm-hmm. ones that are m- more kind of artsy. I'm a big fan of everything like the Meat House Collective puts out, like Feral de Rimple. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, right or wrong. He put out Pop Gun War, and it's like, oh, he's a genius. He was like one of the first people to add me on as a f- friend on I my know. live journal. He's so I was nice. Like, God, live journal. And he's, he's pretty good looking, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, here's this Jordan. Keep that off the record. <laughs> yeah, that, that was airing. Oh, well, that's all right. I, I the word is out there. You're on the prowl. For... Batman's wife thinks Farrell's good looking. <laughs> and how about you, Colleen? What kind of stuff do you read? Um, well, I've actually, I just recently started reading comics, like, big time. Before I would just, it was like whatever the local library had, basically. I'd just, like, pick it up and read it. Um, but recently I've been really impressed with the, like, really good, um, Canadian cartoonists that there seem to be just like a huge crop of uh, I mean of course like Louis Riel and um, like Seth and mm-hmm. uh, Brian Lee O'Malley um, oh Brian Lee O'Malley just like I know makes me happy Canada <laughs> Canada comics they both start with C you know it's a good thing <laughs> it's really Colleen exciting <laughs> it's really exciting for like non superhero comic artists right now because like well like O'Malley, he's got a movie deal with oh, wow. his latest, uh, Scott Pilgrim, and you know I think Canadian comic artists are really showing their yeah, their right teeth, now. and even yeah. like Seth, Seth being shown in the national was it the National Gallery or mm-hmm. in New York was it or in Canada in, in, Canada. in Ontario Ontario yeah, like I mean it's it's really coming up here like it's not just it's not just a little thing for mm-hmm. and just recently basics. like it's only been a couple years or so i mm-hmm. think but um the canadian council for the arts has just recently recognized the graphic novel as an art form like a grantable art form oh wow i think there are certain limitations as to how kind of abstract it has to be in a sense well, or like the, how artsy it is but the rumor going around is uh, chester brown is getting some money some Ooh. government money for his next project and it's uh, going to be about his um try how to put this delicately oh. his taste in ladies in the night oh yeah <laughs> i remember i remember hearing about this yes, yes and i was, at the talking seth, about the it thing yeah i asked seth about it and he's like yeah i don't know if i want to read it <laughs> it could be interesting hmm? i'm going to read it yeah. Yeah. you're going to have to right i love i love Research. just around stuff yeah i've got good. i've got it all at home he's one of my personal faves now i'm going to put on a little song Give us a little break. Yakety yakety. This is, tell me about this song I'm putting on. Bryce Kulak? Bryce Kulak. He's uh, an Edmonton dude, and um, he he put out a good CD called Picturesque, and this is a song called Pelican from that. 
Nice. Release. Okay. He's now playing the Hobbit. <laughs> Hobbit. Now he's a Hobbit. He's a Hobbit. Uh, Toronto. For Toronto. <laughs> Musicals. Musicals. That f- sounds frightening. Yeah. <laughs> he's a tall Hobbit. Tall Hobbit. <laughs> okay, that's even odder. Okay, here's some uh, Bryce Kulak. I saw a pelican Flying past the cafe I was sitting in He opened up his beak He opened wide There was a staircase that was winding down inside And thus he welcomed me And I stepped in Over the welcome mat That lay upon his pelican And it was beautiful To be inside Inside a pelican Whose beak had opened Tired people feet never have to touch the ground And there's nothing wrong with that Every morning I go out and shake off the welcome mat And welcome others in To live inside the beautiful pelican I met an elephant Who never tells me that I Pelican or Pelicant He lifted up his trunk He opened wide And I could see a staircase winding down inside And thus he welcomed us And we flew in Over the welcome mat That lay upon his elegin And it was wonderful To be inside Inside a pelican Whose beak had opened wide Inside an elephant Who'd welcomed us inside Good. It's feel good. That was who was it again? Bryce Kulak. Bryce, Bryce Kulak. Kulak. 
am I overpronouncing the Kulach? <laughs> this is CITR 101.9 FM from UBC in Vancouver. I am joined by the radar, three of the radar friends, Colleen, Kim, and Jordan. Hello. Oh! oh! And we're talking about the radar friends and their influences and their minis. Now, one thing I noticed um, going through today is uh, you have a mission statement. <laughs> read it. We do. I'm, I'm going to no, read it out. I don't remember what I wrote. Oh, excellent. Uh, oh, no. Mission statement. I don't know. Your turn. We make comics out of love, and out of love cometh comics. We shoot for the stars and the black holes. Barth was run over by a laundry truck. Live your life while you can. Thank you. Yours truly, the radar friends. Who's Barthes? Roland Bart. He's a semiotics. Okay. He's a writer and intellectual. Yeah. Well, it was. I'm not very well, smart. He, was, so. yeah. he wasn't even that old. He had so many years ahead of him. And then, you know what? Paris, laundry truck. Oh, he was a good Damn linguist. He was a linguist. Ah. Was he? Uh, well, sort of. He wrote mythologies. He wrote mythologies, which is very among good. Among other texts. Mm. Tolkien was a linguist that wrote techn or, uh you know. But did he get run over by a laundry truck? <laughs> and he was cuckoo. No, I think he just drowned in his own pile of money or something. <laughs> um so in in intellectuals and academics, you're you're all into like being well read and kind of conscious of, you know, intellectual artistic endeavors. Are you asking us if we're nerds? No. <laughs> yes. Geek is the term that people Geek. use nowadays. Geek is the cool term. Well, nerd is nerd is the guy that has like the twenty sided die yeah. in his pocket at all times. Oh, like nothing. <laughs> we all know someone like that. Oh yes. I have yet to actually like get into gaming. Not my thing. Mm, Good no, for no. You. It's it makes me mad because some people get too competitive. My dwarf <laughs> is stronger than your dwarf. Enough with the tension already. <laughs> <laughs> Roll your love. Yeah. yeah. It's, I think it's important to, um, you know, uh, teach yourself something new if you're going to go out there and create art because you're creating culture and it's nice to have a few more viewpoints than just your own. Whether you agree with them or not. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One thing that I really appreciate about the product that you're putting out is. You all have completely different art styles. <laughs> completely different. Um, all very well developed. I mean, it's really interesting. It looks like you're using, like, I forget the name of this. Screen the dots. Screen, Screen tones. tones. No one uses those anymore. Why oh, not? Why not? It makes one of those things that we discovered during our high school years about screen tones is that they print a lot better than grayscale. And so we had, I had this whole Nazi year where I was just making everybody change their grays into screen tones, or I would do it for them if they just didn't. Now, do you make your own screen um, tones, or do you go and buy the expensive stuff? You s well, if you buy the expensive stuff, just scan it so you can always have it. And also, it's really hard to use unless you've like used it a lot. Mm -hmm. So, and it's hard to come by even nowadays. It's probably less hard to come by and more like like Asian shops and stuff like that but I think or like specialty online stores and things but coming across it at an art store it's kind of a dead thing because people used to use it mainly here for um, landscape design mm -hmm. so that's the type of patterns you can get um, but you know once in a while art sale discount you can get so you stock up on it. Yeah, that's when you go and buy like 40 bucks worth of screen tone. In high school, Kim and I went to the art place by our school, and he like took us up to like a room full of boxes so in dusty. like the attic. <laughs> he was like, pick stuff out, but I'm, I'll make it a little cheap for you, but <laughs> yeah. Did he make it cheap or did he rip you off? Uh, it was oh, expensive. It was expensive, so. but it was, I think it was worth it. Yeah. Well, why is it so expensive to be an artist? Mm, I mean, it's expensive to be everything. I think it's all around. It's expensive to be a scientist and stuff. I'm sure. You could, I'm you sure. could be a, you could be an artist and just like use mud and sticks. Okay. Yeah, like it just it depends on what you like. Expensive. Yeah, mm -hmm. I guess. And the thing is today that it's like so much easier to, you know, just uh, uh, use cheaper materials. Well, I mean, I guess you have to have a certain amount of money to be able to have access to the internet, or even if it's like through the library or through school or whatever. I don't have scanners at the library. That's true. They do so. in schools, but mm -hmm. live in large. Yeah. 
So I guess if, if you're a student, it's easier. <laughs> a lot of people draw right onto computer and mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, I noticed that Joseph Bergen, one of my personal faves, he does that. Yeah. And apparently, like, you know, they're talking about putting out a little mini of his stuff, and he couldn't do it because it's, it's all on the computer. Res, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bougie put out his book of I Love Poop of all his, you know, mm -hmm. Iron Man challenge, and <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. I love poop, too. Mm -hmm. Um... So what are your specialties that you're taking in school? Like you said, you're each focusing on something different, Emily Carr. Now, you said you're doing animation. Is he... Yeah, anima I'm, I'm in an animation major, but I think I like filmmaking in general. Yeah? Yeah. You're not going to be like one of those drones that sit in a... Oh, heck no. There's no money for that. I'd ha and I'd have to move to like Korea to actually be an animator on a project. So... I know some people in town that do okay. Yeah, Vancouver is hope. Yeah, it's hope. pretty saturated though, so it's always a little scary. Yeah. Our friend Steve, he works for Studio B. He's probably listening. He <laughs> rocks. He's um. Well, I think he's really uh, Bougie's wife is there too. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think so. That down in Gastown, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's there too, but yeah. I don't think she's. Run in small circles. Yeah, <laughs> all these artists. So what are you taking, Colleen? Um, I'm actually, uh, Kaylee and I are also both in animation, but okay. we're, we all kind of have like different things that we focus on within it. So um, like Kaylee right now is working a lot with um, little puppets um, with plasticine. And actually um, tonight she and Heather are going to um, work on making some molds and some kind of like latex weird combining sculpture, which Heather's is Heather's major and uh, animation to try to create these puppets um, that but so yeah she's she's more into puppets and then I'm I'm not as much of a three-dimensional kind of person so I, I just like drawing <laughs> that's okay too uh, drawing's fun well I can't draw <laughs> that's why I don't go to those comic jams I just sit there and drink and probably get in a fight with someone eventually someone could draw it you yeah. might unlock a dragon though man Unlock a dragon? Well, Be I didn't want to say unleash a dragon because that seems more dangerous. <laughs> but if you in intentionally unlock with a key and realize that you are a comic artist... Yeah, that's not happening. Oh. Uh, yeah, no. That's it's, it's, how dreams are quashed, right? My dreams are quashed. <laughs> I'm defeated. And what are you taking, Kim? Uh, I'm taking a degree in general uh, fine arts. I'm just taking everything that I possibly can. So a little bit of animation, a little bit of design. A little bit of ceramics, which I'm actually quite enjoying, even though it's completely different from everything else I've been doing up to now. Um, I really, I really just want to get into publishing. I don't really know what I would be able to do in school to be able to get out, other than kind of be self-motivated and have a lot of skills. So that's really what I'm trying to build. Just kind of expand your repertoire. Yeah, like just get a nice, you know, skill base. I'm really into like throwing events and also like a lot of or just group kind of projects or leading group projects so nice that's usually how it goes all the pub nights at Emily Carr are me and Heather's brain children most of them are anyway wow mm -hmm. well the, the recent ones, ones. <laughs> the good ones if it sucks I have nothing to do with it we made the Emily Carr party committee or the ECPC ECPC oh, which was also the, originally the Emily Carr pog club but none of us had any pogs <laughs> Easy peasy. Pog. I never pogs. had pogs. I was always I'm, so jealous. I, I only had pogs that other kids gave me. That's not, why we draw yeah. comics instead. <laughs> and you know what? You're better for it. Yeah. Can you imagine if you put all that energy into pogs and like you know sitting here with a stack of pogs right now? You're, you're in like, your like weird uh, <laughs> business degree and well not. In pogography. In pogography. <laughs> and you're sitting in your corner going, what have I done with my life? <laughs> I wonder if the craze is going on right now, how many of our friends would be like doing crappy illustrations for pogs? Yeah, the craze. I probably would end up doing that, being very sad when, when it all ended. When they all died. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, I remember they'd go for like tons and you get like the slammers and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. slammers. Uh, didn't they have one that was like a shredder? Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. boy. That just sounds like a mean wedgie. <laughs> I always want to say steely, because I liked marbles for a time. Marbles are a little more interesting, you know, because it's, you know, isn't it like selective hitting and being more yeah. careful and yeah, stuff? Yeah, it requires and more skill. 
And Pogs is just being able to make something bounce when you toss something at it, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Yeah, and like whoever has the heavier slammer or whatever. Much. Or shredder. Shredder. <laughs> or shredder. But sometimes I miss Pogs still. <laughs> <laughs> really? Just like playing the game. You, you could make your own Pogs. That's true. Yeah. Get a cardboard <laughs> box. Create our friend's Pog Club. Yeah. You should try setting up, I, I think it would be a kitschy thing, do some... Uh, Pog packages, sell them at the cons. Oh. Start the new craze. Yeah. Do like limited print runs. I don't know, guys. You'd have to get a circle cutter. And we, we were already. <laughs> I have one. You do? Yeah. Sweet. Okay, that seals we're the deal. We're in business, guys. <laughs> well, we were also talking about starting a bee club, <laughs> a where bee club. it was like bikes, bears, bees, Bosch, Batman. Yeah. And boats. Well, it's all back to Batman. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That is. True. But everything with bee. Yeah. Are you enjoying what they're doing to Batman right now? <sighs> well, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to be more sensitive sometimes, I think. He just needs to cry. Yeah. No, more like, just, uh, I don't know. There's no easy answer. No quick fix for Batman. He's kind of, if you s well, take down the mask, cranky. he's crazy, yeah. He doesn't have superpowers, like... He doesn't have the justification, really. He's rich. And he's but he's exceptional because of that. He's a detective. The master detective, detective yeah, Batman. that's true. He appeared originally in Detective Comics. That, that is yeah. true. What is your number? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. 361? 27. Aww. <laughs> I worked in a comic store for three years. Did they have it's one? It's a weird job, no. hey? It's odd, it's you like, know, it's... Hey, Kim, have have these comics. Okay, like, bag them. Bag comics all day. I, I had people that wouldn't let me touch their comics. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was odd. So I would touch their comics. I was, like, 15 at the time that I was working at these comic book stores, and, like, weird guys would come up to me and, and, like, ask me if I'd seen this particular, like, Japanese porn tape, and if it was... <gasps> And I was just like, I don't think you're allowed to ask me that. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You're making me very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, they always got into shit after with my supervisor. That whoops. This is... Was that the supervisor <laughs> that had like glasses and an eye patch? No, he's different. <laughs> he's the one that got into the tip with the what's his face from Serenity. Oh man. From Serenity? Yeah, it was. Is this some Joss Whedon stuff? Um, what's his face? The guy who plays Captain Malcolm? I have never seen I've Serenity, but not he's, a... he's in a. He's a yokel, and, uh. An Edmontonian? He's an Edmontron, and, uh. I didn't know that. Yeah, and apparently at the comic book store I used to work at. Oh, I'm spreading gossip. They had a big, uh. Uh, a bit wow. of a showdown. Yeah. Nice. Showdown at the hoedown. But that wasn't, that wasn't the supervisor I was talking about. No. Do you ever yeah. see the TV show Spaced? No. No? Okay. I'll tell you about it in the between <laughs> things. I think I'm going to play a quick song. Go Go Bordello. Go Gal. Go Gal. They're, um, if you've ever, if you guys have seen Everything is Illuminated, Alex plays, the actor who plays Alex is the main, is the lead singer of this band. And they're apparently big in the New York underground and. They do uh, gypsy punk. Interesting. I mm. don't think I've ever listened to gypsy punk. Well, I, there's you can p couple a lot of stuff with punk nowadays. It's that's true. Hoedown punk. Hoedown punk. Radar punk. Is that Radar Friends doing punk? Sure. Pretty much, man. Yeah. When are you going to start your rock and roll band? We have We've a rap got album one. <gasps> yeah. Christmas rap album. Okay. Called. I'm going to ask about this okay. after the song. <laughs> CITR. Uh, go goal. Bordello. Start wearing purple, wearing purple. Start wearing purple for me now. All your sanity and wits, they will all vanish. I promise. It's just a matter of time. So, yeah. Since you were a 20 I was 20 And thought that some years from now A purple little little lady 
from diagenes to the Foucault, from Lozhetskin to Passport. И я клянусь, поставь два пальца, что ты, а? Что музыка пошла от звуковому? CITR 101.9 FM. That was Gogol Bordello. Start wearing purple. That was a very fun song. Mm-hmm. They sound like they're having fun. They're always having fun. They're gypsies. Having they're fun gypsies. Purple. Ukrainian gypsies. Oh boy. I believe so. Yes, they're, they're all immigrants. And everything else. Mm-hmm. Ukrainian, Russian. They're just awesome. People from other countries. Yes. Hanging out in New York. They're from Awesome Land. Awesome Land. Yes. I want to go on the ferry boat to Awesome Land. Me too. <laughs> like a journey. You can only get there by a helicopter, though. Dude, we live there. <laughs> <laughs> Make up your mind. <laughs> Take a God. trip home on the ferry to Awesome Land. To Awesome Land. So, where can we find your comics if we don't go to the comic convention? Around. At the comic shop on Fourth uh, and Maple. Or, yeah. yeah. No. Arbutus. Arbutus. Yes. And I think we have to drop some off at Prescription Comics. Rx. Rx. Yeah, what? every time, yeah, I've been harassed by them extensively to get you guys to bring comics. And the funny thing is, they're at the Comics Jam, too. I'm like, why don't you just talk to them? So. Well, this Sunday. Because and last time we went out for a bowling social, we, like, had a misunderstanding. And no, that didn't actually happen. No. <laughs> we're all shy to talk again. The we're Comics hardened. Bowling Social. solitary creatures. Yeah. So you now are all I haven't seen you. I only went to the one comic jam, and you were both there. I don't think you were there. I was. Mm. I was ill. You were ill. Yeah. You had the ill communication. Yeah. Word. I just laid in bed and moped because I wasn't there. Sad time. Yeah, you, you miss watching. I don't know. Jason Turner get really drunk. Ooh. Well, I saw that last weekend, well, that so it doesn't I matter. heard the stories. Yeah, we'll avoid the I gossip. I, I I heard some stories though. Of censorship. Oh, sensual mustache. We'll just say that much. Sensual. <laughs> oh, you heard me. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about at this point. That's okay. Um, but I heard that Kim Hi. was quite the singer at the karaoke there. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. She huh? is indeed. She's a superstar. Yeah. Do you like karaoke? Two? They're both good singers. Actually. Both of you. Do they still do the karaoke there? No. 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 They don't. That sucks. Well, that's fine. They never had Aretha Franklin anyways. Well, they, <laughs> they had a really have. weird selection. Yeah. And, like, this really crazy guy. And, I don't know. It wasn't, like, it's an right. environment you really wanted to sing in anyways. Yeah. <laughs> We're drawing. We're, We're drawing. drawing. Yeah. It's quite we the odd sight, you know, going into a bar full of people drawing comics. Yeah. 
Well, true. they better get used to it because uh, <laughs> squatters. For good. <laughs> yeah. Drawing in pubs revolution. <laughs> well, I wouldn't mind if I walked into a pub and saw people hugging. So what's wrong with comics? People need to hug more. <laughs> hug <Hey>. their comics? <laughs> oh, Hugs, Dan. not drugs. Yeah. Hugs, not drugs. Word. So, um, comic shop, and that's it. Where else? Websites. 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 And I have websites live in the live journal. journal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you have strangers, phantasm phantasmagorical and euphonious coffee pot, and we were talking about the new next one coming out. Called I think that Twilight. was Twilight, and we were talking about that during a song. So tell us about Twilight. Do you have any planned stories, <laughs> concepts? Yeah, Twilight. Um, I think we're we're gonna have like maybe like four comics in it, and it'll be uh, it'll be a bunch of comics called Twilight, Ooh, and yeah. the book's called Twilight. So it'll be like Twilight. A twilight time all around. <laughs> Your heart will beat many tears of wonder. Good tears. Do you have any stories in mind, personally? Oh yeah. Yeah. You have to wait till Sunday though. Yeah. We we uh, actually the the thing the revolutionary part about this book is that for all of our other books we've kind of just done the comics and then as we're trying to do the cover before going to the photocopiers we've decided on a title at that point but with this one the title was decided about well it was first conceptualized about a month ago the idea that we would all do something towards a singular theme mm -hmm. yeah well that's it that's something that's very noticeable in the radar friends it is very separate themes like <laughs> jordan you do kind of weird surreal stuff i guess is mm. the best way to put it with like the one-eyed i don't know what what is he uh, I would say, uh, Okay, and what's this language? Um, that's Ukrainian. Oh, okay. <laughs> you speak Ukrainian? Um, I'm learning, and that's the whole thing about that. Yeah. That was, uh, I think it's, we have to, in order to learn a language, it's good to be able to read a language, and so that was the theory behind that. Interesting. Are you going to do any translations so people actually know what they're saying? I've done it a couple times. What are they saying? In person. Um, they're saying, good morning, good morning, how are you doing? I'm fine, how are you doing? <laughs> well, I'm good, but I miss you. You haven't come around recently. Well, Baba, I've had a lot of, uh, you know, work. It's busy, uh, university. Hey, Steve should be calling soon. Oh, yeah? Thanks for your hospitality. Bang. <laughs> yeah. Bang, yeah. Steve. Yap. The Yap is Ukrainian. That's Udar. Udar. U Udar? Yeah, I don't Udar. Know. The uh, Y is a U sound. Oh, okay. Yeah. And an, a P is an R sound. It's uh, Cyrillic. It's very fun. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so white. I just speak English and have trouble with that sometimes. <laughs> That's all right. And then, Kim, you're more of uh, kind of like a Japanese style yeah I guess is the best way to put it yeah yeah I used to hit up a lot of um, anime conventions make a pretty dollar not that there's anything wrong with uh, anime fans or exploiting anime fans but um, <laughs> it's just is something that I was really into younger in younger years and then kind of moved off it a while and then came back to it and with kind of a more mature outlook I think is there anyone in particular that you're finding is really influencing what you're putting out? Um, right now, from from like a from a drawing perspective. Drawing perspective, I don't. Um, I really like Ayazawa. I think a lot of people. She's gotten really popular lately with um, um, Nana and Paradise Kiss, and I think a lot of other people have noted her as an influence. Um, not so much in her storytelling, but her art is really great. Um. Other than that, I read a lot of women artists like um, Kiriko Nananan and uh, who else? I really like Craig Thompson's brushwork. Just the blankets. Craig, yeah, big Craig Thompson fan. Um, so you hear he like sold out to the man. There's nothing. There's no <laughs> such thing. <laughs> it's you all good. You need to feed your families. What did he do? 
Oh, well, he just signed a big fat contract with uh, I think it, it's with like, well, that's good for him. One of the big big <laughs> publishers, but no, it's great for him. Yeah, I'm just joking. If you can make money doing what you love, <laughs> people that call other people sellouts are poor. <laughs> poor sports. That's a great quote. People who call other people sellouts are poor. Yeah. How about you, Jordan? You have a very unique storytelling style. Um, to be honest, I haven't really been focusing on the stories I've put out so far because I'm really into like writing these huge epic. And actually, a section of my latest story is actually coming out in Twilight, so that's pretty big for me. But I think um, I'm really into just weird ideas, I guess. Weird ideas. Just odd, just throwing weird things together, like the Donna Band, or singing yeah. a song about Donna. Well, I like Salty Donna. Snacks. It's a good name. I also <laughs> like Debbie. I like Gary. Um, Esther, that's a good name, too. Esther. Yeah. It's an interesting name. And Colleen? Name's big. Yes. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> what are your, some of the, like, with your art style, I don't know how to, how to best describe this, um, kind of a weird kind of almost fairy tale would that be one way of doing it the eastern oh, bunny oh, that oh that's heathers, heathers. Yeah. oh i'm sorry <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Oh. no you had the you had the 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 one-armed um yes yeah four-leaf clover yeah clover where did the arm go that's that's up to the reader to decide. <laughs> <laughs> My God, you're an you're a genius, Holly. <laughs> maybe maybe it was in the laundry truck. I don't know. <laughs> Barts. Oh. Being hit by a truck would suck. Actually, I really enjoyed this story, the um the, the four leaf clover. All the stories I enjoyed. Um, but the, it was a, it was an odd little conceptual thing. It was just kind of like. You know, Pants, it comes out of Emily Carr. <laughs> yeah. but it's just that that kind of like that talking about that loss of you know this person's just trying to take doesn't realize by you know creating the magical four leaf clover on you know on demand kind of takes away from someone's childhood like that you know that hunt for it and playing in the fields and stuff mm -hmm. is that. Am I getting the right thing yeah. out of it? Yeah, that's yeah. I'm actually I'm always I always kind of say to myself that look I don't really know what like because I find like most of my comics are just like I don't really know what they're about but me like once I figure out what they're about then I can start making a different comic because <laughs> they're all they're all they're all kind of similar I guess in tone maybe some are weirder than others with space eggs or yeah that that egg story was that was <laughs> I kind of didn't know where that one was going and it was just kind of like okay God, I love that okay. one. That's my That's... favorite one by Colleen TM. No, it's good. I, I quite enjoyed it. I enjoyed... Um, yeah. Okay. Dear Professor Carthright. <laughs> There's a letter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> You've got Just it. problems with gnomes. Well, pretty much, but I'm not going to... You know, it's a little it's perverted. Done with. Like, if you've ever encountered these creatures... Is this like the underwear gnomes from South Park? Oh, I have don't never watch watched South, South Park. Park. Oh, you've never seen the underwear gnomes? No. They come and steal your underwear. Oh, that's sensual. Yeah. Sensual. <laughs> yeah, stealing it from boys in grade four. <laughs> <laughs> but this story, actually, it seems like your story in this one has a little more cohesion than the... Um, a little more. Uh, well, it's basically a display of failed comic pages that I put together in a... Uh, Plot? I don't know if there's plot. Yeah. Are you just going for like the burrow school of cut up and just throwing something together and just see what happens? Uh, you know what? That's why I say this next comic that comes out is a revolution. It's a revolution. <laughs> yeah. You're starting your your I'm, great masterpiece. It's going to be your blankets. It's coming out one day. I'm I'm really timid about drawing all of my huge stories because I don't feel like I have I have the stuff just yet to mm -hmm. pull them off. So you want it to be when. When you work on this epic, yeah. it's going to be something that all parts of it are going to be cohesive. So it's not going to be like, say with Mouse, where the beginning is definitely a lot. There's yeah. a big change yeah. halfway through that book of quality and stuff. Yeah, I'm about creating something. When I put my heart to it, I'm about the whole. And uh, so a lot of the work people have seen, actually all of the work people have seen, they've all been one-shots that aren't really 
what I would go for in a story, but I'm I also like kind of like an aleatoric approach. I just like aleatoric. Crazy, crazy like um calculated by chance kind okay. of work. I'm using these big words feeling dumb. Oh, please. <laughs> You oh. you have a future. <laughs> you are the. But um, the one that's coming out this weekend, part of Twilight, is the first chapter of something I thought of last year. So it's not like a huge story, but it's it's something. Does bigger. it? Do you have the ending in mind? It's not going to oh, be I, like. Oh, I know the whole thing. Yeah. You know, some people start their little stories, then it ends up blossoming and becoming yeah. some piece of madness. So. I hope it is. <laughs> you want it? You just want it to just keep well, going and. It's got to be beautiful and blossom, but at the same time, I already know how it's going to end. Mm. So it has that grounding. So it's basically you have a beginning and just madness in the middle, and then we'll have an ending eventually. Well, but it's it's clear. It's, it's clear. clear. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot with these minis is that I think a lot of it is just us developing right now. I like it, I really like the fact that they're really just very lo-fi. Like they're so <laughs> because you can kind of get into different territories that way because it's kind of non-committal. Yeah. When you put out like a huge book, it's like, oh, I have to put all this. You money have to out. push I have it to, out. I have to promote it. I have to make sure that everybody likes it. I have to do all this stuff. But these are just like they're just so easy. It's a little yeah. less thought to them, and even if it is kind of like a last-ditch effort just to get something in, you kind of learn from that. Like it's like, oh, well, I would have never thought of that if I didn't have this time constraint, or like, or if you know, just. It's a lot easier to work with, is all. Yeah, regret nothing. Mm -hmm. Except for just pu pushing a story too early and then regretting things later because it's already yeah, published. Like it's, I think we're all very much in a very kind of student stage still. Or as much... Still developing. Still developing, so this kind of format is really nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. Now, have they been selling well? Yeah, yeah. really well. You run, you run out of your print runs? I don't have a print run of 50 here. Um, Let's see, is this one? The first two. The third one, because we made a larger print run, is still going. And we've got a lot of our own little minis still yeah. going. Because those are super easy to reproduce over and over again. Nice. Mm. Follow the Colin Upton school of publishing. I don't know if you know this, but he keeps everything and has it all in print. Yeah, and he has this mad... his uh, <laughs> little cabinets of Goodness. wonder. Goodness yeah. of wonder. We're going to end off the show. Thank you very much for coming, ladies. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank yeah, you. it was swell. Sh We're going to end up with Devil Devil's Eyes. Yes. Buck 65. Not Betty Davis Eyes. Oh. <laughs> or Radar Eyes. Radar Eyes. Radar Eyes. Radar Laser eyes. Wolf. Laser wolf. <laughs> so, this Sunday, Comic-Con, Maine 15th, you'll be there with all the minis and fun. Yeah, including really. Twilight. Yeah. I'm not going to come disappointed and cry because I get no Twilight. There will not be Twilight. We we'll guarantee. Put one aside for you. Radar okay. Friends guarantee of Twilight. Nice. Well, I will be there as I hope all of you will be. And next week, I don't know. I was thinking of having Robin Thompson, but I'm moving. So I'm thinking of maybe getting Robin Gay to come fill in, but I haven't actually asked her yet, so i got to give her a call. So here we are Buck 65, Devil Eyes, and Devil's Eyes? Devil's Eyes. Thank you. Good night. Now, next, uh, Rhymes and Reasons with some hippity hop.
your eyes Unhappy movements in your eyes Happens fast Never plan that in your mind to last People won't but can't decide Unhappy